exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff the powerhouse kowalski oh i'm louisa heron i didn't know we were gonna start nicknames i like this neither did i jeff. It, it seems like you're <laughs> embracing a real positive attitude is that where, where this is going mm, yeah i feel like i have a, a lot of um power within me that isn't measurable in any sort of (laughs) legal way does does is the source of this power your vagina this is what i've heard from a lot of feminist blogs uh i didn't say that i was a yannick powerhouse it's just sort of a general i don't want to say spiritual energy because that ties it down to like a specific (laughs) range of cosmologies but it's Uh just sort of you you have started sleeping in a crystal pyramid (laughs) oh yeah but that just formed around me while I was meditating in my uh, power room. Oh yeah, Jeff Jeff sleeps in a bed of like the saltiest water. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the water or the salt got there. Oh man, I do like the idea of waking up surrounded by salt crystals though, mainly because I love salt so much. This is not my beautiful pyramid. These are not my beautiful followers. I would love Jeff if you became a cult leader. I know I've tried. I know to. that there's neg- negative connotations with that, but it would be really funny to me. <laughs> no, I think that it would be um, a good idea for me. I think it would be a good career move. Yeah, you just need to get super good at lying to gullible idiots. Mm. You see, that's the problem. Is I get too frustrated with gullible idiots, and I yeah. am not not good at lying. What you need to do is reinforce their idiocy. Just be like, no, (laughs) you are the one who was right all along. When you feel like you understand something, even though you've never done any research on it whatsoever, you are right. That's all you need to do. I want to be a a con artist just for rich people, like the hot yoga guy. Yeah, I wonder how you get that gig. Like, that's... That's got to be a hard place to get an inroads to. Do you think he just, like, already knew some idiots who were very rich, and then he was like, hey, tell your friends? I think Isn't, it's... not uh, the entire uh, industry of any kind of personal service or PR a way to trick rich people into giving you money? Yeah, that's true. I don't know, though, because I think PR kind of works as a way to trick everyone into giving you money like first you trick the rich people into giving yeah. you money and then you trick the poor people into not being mad at the rich people and then you get the That's women <laughs> and then you trick those women into it's different scarface uh into fighting a race war for you oh, okay yeah or uh-huh. you pay lots of money to have them replace all of their body parts with different body parts <laughs> hold on what well, this is kind of taking a weird sci-fi turn <laughs> No, I mean, like, obviously, I, when I say it like that, it sounds science fiction-y, but that <laughs> yes. really is what those guys do. It's like, oh, I have my wife, but I want her to replace 60% of her body mass with other things. Here we go. 
Hmm. Well, yeah, I guess when you put it like that is why I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about this crazy plastic surgery stuff that these people get where it it doesn't seem like they even want to look like human beings. Like, they're trying to look like an ideal of beauty, but not one that humans have arrived at somehow. Yeah, I think gaslighting's involved. Like, you don't say, hey, a person I married, I want you to get fake boobs. What you do is you're like, mm, I don't know. I mean, you know, people have younger. Hold wives on, I'm writing this down. I'm writing <laughs> this down. Hold on. Uh, I think it would be don't dangerous to say have gas lights in the poop. hot yoga oh. room. <laughs> no, it's just steam. In fact, it's probably safer because it wouldn't like yeah. the moisture would keep it from. I don't mm. know. These facts are interfering with my joke, actually. Oh, so. I see. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, that Bikram guy is a real bastard, but I think that he got away with it because he's handsome and he's good at one thing that rich people like to pay other people to tell them how to do. Yeah, I think you really need to be very handsome and charming, and then you need to find one famous idiot who will really <laughs> talk about how great you are, and then you're good to go. How did L. So. Ron Hubbard do it, then? Because nobody famous until, like, the 80s was a Scientologist. Didn't he, like, didn't he write science fiction novels before he became the he Messiah did, yeah. or whatever? He got yeah, minor but they're bad. Like, whoever got John Travolta into it, it was a much older woman that he was dating, and mm. she was already into it. And I don't know her name. I mean, she's been in things, but I don't know her name. So she was a pretty minor celebrity, I think. So, like, I guess he got to know minor celebrities. And they recruited bigger celebrities? Jeff, Mm. try this out. Every time that you meet anyone who is more famous than you are, which is almost everyone, introduce yourself as, like, Hi, I am the sixth coming of the Lord Buddha, Jeff Kowalski. And then just see what happens. <laughs> I don't want to do anything that might be construed as me being a racist who's the head of a cult. <laughs> well, here's, I would keep what Matt said a little bit and just use your nickname that you've already come up with organically. <laughs> that oh, you're there the you powerhouse. go. Jeff the Powerhouse and then, Kowalski. And then that raises questions. No, that's just going to make people more. think he, he's trying to be a professional wrestler, not a cult leader. <laughs> you know, I would settle. <laughs> if Have the there choice... ever been... Have there ever been crossovers there? Has there ever been a professional wrestler who was a cult leader? I feel like most of the popular ones kind of are. Right? I bet Hulk Hogan is a Scientologist, right? Like, he has to be. Surely. I don't think he... I think Scientology would have sued uh, Gawker on his behalf if that were the case. Is that how they roll? I guess so. I've never really thought that much about it. They sue pretty much anyone who badmouths the church or its uh, prominent members. Yeah, but I mean, only the out members. Like mm. they don't, they don't openly sue people who talk bad about Will Smith because he pretends yeah. that he's not a Scientologist. Yeah, I was just gonna say is. you can trash Will Smith all you want because he's a secret. <laughs> he's a secretologist. But, but I've heard that he is a rough rider, and you don't want nada. Is that right? Yep, you got it. Does that that doesn't rhyme? <laughs> Wiki wawa. You cannot put. The song from Wild Wild West at the end of our show again. <laughs> that cannot happen. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, well, parents, instead of parents it, just we'll don't f- understand. We'll think of another song that, that you him? can just nod your head to. Yeah. What did you say, Matt? I can't hear anybody. Did he? Was he the one who did? Parents just don't understand. Yeah. 
Okay. That was his that younger alter here. ego, the Fresh Prince, and his friend DJ Jazzy Jeff. I love if you listen to uh, Nightmare on My Street at the end where he's panicked and he's calling uh, Jeff. He's like, yo, Jeff, it's Prince. And I'm like, ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he used to actually go by the name Fresh Prince. <laughs> I do like the idea, though, that DJ Jazzy Jeff is also friends with Prince. Yeah. In that <laughs> he time probably period. was. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, man, hey, how's Minnesota? And he's like, no, 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 the, the other, other one. <laughs> Did you know that? How come Fresh Prince and Prince never did album together because that would have been fucking ridiculously good no it wouldn't have you're crazy are you prince cr- is too smart for that scientologists and jehovah's witnesses are incompatible cults. oh that's probably yeah. true no i i think that uh fresh prince had some okay raps and like <laughs> doing that over <laughs> prince music would be great that was the whitest thing that you've ever said. Yes, of <laughs> course. Fresh Prince had some okay rap. Yeah, and I... and Prince is the black musician that it's okay for white people to like. So, right? He Will Smith lasted really long using that like seventies eighties generic rap voice. Yeah, you sure did. If you listen to I think that's Summertime. Why I... That's why when a song of his or like a song of LL Cool J's or a couple of other folks from that time period comes on, I always have to check to make sure. And I thought I was racist for a while, but I think it's just that <laughs> they were But you've given using... yourself a pass now. Yeah, they, oh, okay. they, they all use that same rap voice, is what I'm saying. Hello, I'm the rapping man, and here <laughs> I am with a rapping plan. And that's like the same flow for every song for a solid 15 years until they were like, oh, there's stuff that we, we could like do it different and also be really mad. <laughs> yeah, and the, that's when rap got good. Yeah, Aerosmith came along and really showed them the way with uh, "Walk This Way." <laughs> oh, barf. when Aerosmith invented rap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people have said stranger things, like that Blondie invented rap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that terrible song. That song is unlistenable as rap music or as regular music. Is that what song? <laughs> Hold is on, that? regular not... music. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant, like, rock music, I guess? Is that what they were? Were they disco at the time? They were Probably new not, wave. Right? Everybody okay. was kind of disco at the time. You know, um, I always confuse Blondie with four non-blondes, and I was trying to figure out if there was a rap portion of that What's Going On song, but no, there's not. Sort of. I mean... The person just yells most of the lyrics, right? <laughs> I don't remember any of it except for the hey yeah part. The first trailer for Atomic Blonde I saw, until she started punching people, I was certain it was going to be a Debbie Harry biopic, because that's the perfect title for one. <laughs> and it's, mm-hmm. it's not. It's a different movie. Yeah, I've seen a few people tweeting about it like it is a movie that anyone would see, and I don't understand that because the premise of it is that it's a blonde woman who fights people, and that's the entire premise Uh of it. Why would anyone see this movie? Is King Kong in it, Jeff? I guess is my question. (laughs) No, but um, James McAvoy is, and he's good in everything that isn't an X-Men movie. And King King Kong's got nothing on him? (laughs) Is that mm. what you're telling me? I don't think that he's in that movie. I don't like this. Oh. Louisa, what did you do online? Tell me. Escape escape this hell. Uh, <laughs> Matt is really Dumb. enjoying himself. <laughs> I'm going to take another sip of seltzer. 
Uh, I got my IKEA catalogs. It's 2018 IKEA catalog time, you guys. Are what's we all up? excited? What's up with like? Why is it okay that we are releasing things like the year earlier than they are? It's only confusing. And yeah. no one's falling for it. I get that at one point in the past, people were very stupid. And they were like, oh my god, we're getting the things that will be designed in the future. <laughs> this magazine has been delivered to me from the future. Well, How like, you know, you're joking, but isn't that kind of what they're trying to hint at? John yeah. Madden Football 1995, but it's only 1994. Yeah. Or like <laughs> when they have all the car models that are the year after, and it's like, are you trying to trick me into believing that this car it contains technology that won't be invented for six months or whatever? <laughs> yeah, that's all pretty ridiculous. Why, first off, hold on. Why did you get an IKEA catalog? You can go to IKEA.com and there's a permanent rotating IKEA catalog. Uh, but Jeff, like you've forgotten the, the fact you. that you've forgotten the fact that IKEA's website is very bad. First uh, of I've all, never it is very it. bad. Second of all, I have a collection of IKEA catalogs going back many years. Ah, oh, so you're a creep. <laughs> you're, no, and, you're a hoarder. You're going to get crushed under those catalogs someday. Is that your retirement plan? <laughs> and third, they used to have an app that I had on my phone where you could look at catalog stuff on the app. And uh, then at one point they're just like, oh, hey, guys, we're shutting down the app. Bye. <laughs> like, that was the full notice of that. What? IKEA. Ikea should make an augmented reality app where you point it at an empty space in your house and then you pick furniture that could go there and then it, like, overlays that on the image. How fucking great would that be? It almost did that because in the old uh, issues when they had the app, there would be a QR code next to a picture of a piece of furniture and if you put your phone over it, you could look through the camera and see a 3D model of that piece of furniture. (laughs) And it was the best thing! Oh my god, I I felt like I was living in the future. I still think if you could have it where it, like, aligned it with your walls and floor well enough that it just fit into your room, that would be so cool. It would be like Pokemon Go, but for not stupid things. I I think you're thinking of The Sims. You're thinking of The Sims with the IKEA furniture expansion pack. Yeah, except through the camera of your phone. You're telling me you wouldn't want to uh, play The Sims if you could, like, actually inhabit the house and then just put stuff around you? through virtual reality that sounds great that sounds like the greatest virtual reality experience mm, that does sound great until a vampire tries to break into your house or something remember how crazy the sims got aliens yeah that could be fun what about those weird plant people come on yeah the grim anyway. reaper would always hang out in your kitchen though if someone died there <laughs> that was yeah amazing. i always wanted to give him a drink or something just to like <laughs> have him chill with me so are you gonna buy any of this terrible furniture I'm going to buy some of this terrible kitchenware, so don't even worry about it. Okay. I'm going to what Ikea tomorrow if you want anything. Has Ikea released anything new ever? It yes. seems like they had the same basic stuff since the beginning of their existence. Mm, well, here's the thing, though. People still use lamps. Like, what do you want them to do? <laughs> yeah, you, once, like, once you perfect the bookcase and name it Billy, what, are you going to make another bookcase? Okay, listen. I just had this argument a week ago about the Billy bookcase. The Billy bookcase is trash. Yes, it is but pure it's... garbage. Yes! The only one I know the name of. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, yes, it's garbage, but it is so fucking cheap. It is totally worth it. No, I'm sorry. I've heard a lot of people talking about Billy Bookcase like it's the perfect piece of furniture, and it's so bad. It can barely hold books up. 
which is like the minimum requirement for being a physical object. Mm, I've never heard anyone say it's so good, and I still have a bunch of Billy bookcases, and they are in perfect condition, so... Yeah, that's because you've never moved in your entire life, though. Yeah, also, I don't read books. <laughs> too dumb. <laughs> They're just there for show. Oh, sorry. Too dumb. I also don't read books. I like the idea of Louisa walking up to her bookcase every day and looking at all the books and then being like... Hmm. Damn, wish I not, could read these. Not today, I guess, but sorry. <laughs> Still You're too dumb. You're going to remain in near mid-condition, Billy Bookcase. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. So, what did you do online this week, Jeff? Uh, so, I found an interesting mystery. Um, are mm. either of you familiar with the comedian Nate Fernald? No. No. Uh, he is a popular podcast guest, um... On some of the shows I listen to, I think that he's been on Baby Geniuses a couple times. He might have been on Jordan Jesse Go. Um, one of the jokes that he would do is he did a whole album of mashups where it is um, just like a normal pop song, and then about thirty seconds in, it starts. Be- it just starts from the beginning of "One Week" by the Bare Naked Ladies, and the songs are never playing at the same time. But he always would introduce the song as if it's going to be a mashup. So it's that sort of idiosyncratic, dry humor where you know what the joke's going to be, but because of the timing, it still ends up being a little funny. Um, so because of this prank style of his, I'm not sure if this is a prank. But he seems to have found these pins on eBay that depict a little. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna put a link in the in the thing here. Um, they depict a little brown goblin monster of some kind with the name Gedis underneath. G e e d i s. Um, it's the articles on Atlas Obscura. Um, I'll probably post the link in the description if I remember. You are. Um, <laughs> And he googled around and could not find what Gidus is uh, at all, like, anywhere. It seems to be a thing from a thing, uh, and the only thing he found was a sticker pack with Gidus drawn in, like, an old 80s fantasy style, like something out of the Monster Manual or the cover of a fantasy novel. Uh, and several other characters, uh, also fantasy style, and it's titled The Land of Ta, just T-A, Ta, uh, and that doesn't appear to be any kind of book or cartoon or movie series or a comic book or anything. <laughs> and he is, him and Atlas Obscura are trying to figure out what this Land of Ta and Gidus are from, why they are. Hmm. I'm gonna... I'm gonna guess this is post-1977, because that guy looks way too much like C-3PO. Yeah, oh, he's definitely yeah. a C-3PO ripoff. Yeah, the oh. copyright on the second sheet that was found in the same style that also says, uh, that says Women of Ta on it is marked 1982. Oh, okay. Hmm, also, I really think... Help. I think at best two of these could be called women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of them are some kind of snake. Yeah, one of them yeah. is a woman sitting on a dragon, but there's one name underneath, and I don't know whether it's her name <laughs> or the collective entity's name. Maybe she can shapeshift into a dragon. That's that's just what I assumed. Be a fun also, way to why does they? That. 
why does every picture on this page have a dragon in it? Even, like, <laughs> the weird gnome thing has a dragon on her staff somehow. Yeah, and uh, the, like, Goblin Iggy in the first sticker pack has a dragon on his staff, and this, like, winged monster is holding a little dragon. Do it's you really think, strange. Do you think this is somebody who went to art school and the first class was how to draw dragons, and then they were like, okay, I'm done. They I was gonna say, the thing I like about this that gives me childhood nostalgia is the drawings are so bad, they're like fan fiction of these characters, but they're the actual <laughs> official drawings. Well, yeah, that's what art looked like back then. How do you know yeah, that? I miss that. I miss that sort of genre. <laughs> How do you know that they're the official drawings? Because we have no idea what this yeah, thing these is. Yeah, these are stickers. These could be. But the fact that whatever this was was popular enough that someone made a bunch of bootleg enamel pins of it? Like, what <laughs> was this? Hmm. And I, I, I'm excited for updates. I want to find out more about this. I'm really happy that I'm going to forget that this thing exists soon, because otherwise it would drive me crazy, I think. <laughs> Until you're editing the episode, and then when you hear it twice... No, uh, I don't listen to the episode as I edit it. I just do the beginning and end. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's all... Like, there's nothing to say about it. It's just a fun mystery I came across yesterday or earlier today or... I've lost all track of linear time. You know what's crazy, though, is that if you were going through this... Okay, first of all, how did these pictures of these this sticker book get online without somebody explaining where they got them from? Yeah. And second of all, um, if you were going through this sticker book and you could only make one of them into an enamel pin, why the fuck would you choose <laughs> Gidus? He just looks like a weird Muppet, like a failed Muppet. <laughs> It is the roundest of them. It is, like, the most pin-shaped. You don't want, like, a long, thin pin. I guess so, but, like, wouldn't you rather have a busty lady in armor sitting on a dragon on your pin instead of some kind of horrific dog? <laughs> that would like be a Alf pretty a good pin. Bit. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, it's like the, the animal sidekick that's in He-Man or Herculoids or any of those. Orca? Did he man? Like yeah, he man didn't have an animal sidekick. He had a ghost. Was Orko a ghost? He was oh, I was thinking a wizard. of Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, Snarf. Uh, um, was Orko a ghost? Orko he, is a Final a, Fantasy warlock. wizard. Yeah, they're the same species, I think. <laughs> but okay, but he was exactly the same shape and color as the ghosts from Pac Man, right? Like. Not really. He had arms. They didn't have arms. He had a hat, too, and a scarf. (laughs) Yeah, alright, I guess so. I just, I remember as a kid assuming that under that hat and scarf he was just a ghost from Pac-Man. Maybe I just, like, was exposed to those two properties close enough together that they got edited together in my kid brain. The Pac-Man cartoon show probably aired during the same block as uh, He-Man for a time. Yeah, I'd believe that. You ever, I, I, sometimes I think that maybe I'm going to dive into the Pac-Man lore and get really into it and find <laughs> out about what the fuck is going on that? in there. Well, listen, okay, obviously the Pac-Man arcade game, there's not a whole lot going on there, but somebody at some point wrote that Pac-Man adventure game. You remember where he had like Pac-Land. a family? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had to turn the 
drug-induced nightmare that was an arcade <laughs> game from the 70s into some kind of cohesive narrative. And I'm just really curious as to what they, how they got in there, how they got that stuff tied together. Yeah. I don't know. Question. It's, it's pure nonsense. It's like, y- you've seen the Christmas special cartoon, or at least clips of it enough to understand the plot of that show, right? No, I know it exists, but again, this is something, I, I know that if I start looking into this, I will get super in- deep into it, and so I'm sort of tiptoeing around the precipice of it at the moment. I think you'll be disappointed, because it's just like a oh, generic yeah. fantasy story. Of course I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I'm glad that we're clear. <laughs> Look, we've already expre- explored on this show how many times we, like, really minutely explore the lore of things and all the coolest parts of them are the parts that never get addressed in the actual fiction ever once yep like when when are they going to have wario and waluigi's uh paper mario style rpg where they fall in love all i've ever wanted is a game where you get to play as waluigi (laughs) and like a real game not some kind of spin-off where he just drives a car and gets mad at everyone yeah, they made the, all those pretty good RPGs of Mario and Luigi, like, doing shit, getting eaten by Bowser and whatever horse shit. Like, yeah, that's what happens every that, time. That did happen in one <laughs> of the games. That happens in one of them. I think that's the fourth one, but yeah. That's the only oh, one I gosh. had. Anyway, um, just keep that series going. I know you don't want to water down your, your Mario property by keeping it going with Mario and Luigi, so keep it going with Wario and Waluigi instead. And have it be about them trying to find a place where their love is accepted. And what you can would... let the uh, creators of the show, is this going to be a show? In my mind it is. You can let the creators of the show <laughs> do whatever they want because you can always just say everything is non-canonical. Yeah, I mean, I did explicitly say it was a game like seven or eight times just now. So. <laughs> I believe that I heard it was a Saturday morning cartoon show. Pretty sure that's what we were talking about. What is a anyway. good pun on the name Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga that would fit for Wario and Waluigi? Uh, nothing? Water- we got nothing? <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh no. I broke the show. Matt, what did you do online? Uh, well, this week I, um, you guys know, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast before, but I play the online browser-based game Kingdom of Loathing, um, and they do a lot of, uh, you know, new events, they're always releasing new stuff, it's an MMO in the simplest sense, uh, and it's, it's a good game, it's fun, and it doesn't take up a whole ton of time, but it's a nice sort of thing to dip into every once in a while. Anyway, those guys released a new game this week called West of Loathing, which is a standalone, like, you pay money for it, and then you download it, and it's just a standalone adventure game. Uh, and I just finished it, actually, earlier today, um, and it is very, very good. Uh, it, it's exactly the kind of game that you wish people would make instead of getting into all the convoluted bullshit that most RPGs are. Like, obviously, the graphics are stick figure stuff, so that's not super great, but, <clears throat> like... The the thing is, there's three stats, and you put your experience points into those stats, and the stats affect things exactly the way you expect they would, and, like, 
you gain skills by practicing doing the thing and then you get better at it and then by getting better at it you can do more stuff in the world not just in combat like it's all stuff that is obvious and satisfying and that game makers have just entirely ignored pretty much in the entire history of RPGs yeah hmm. I feel like people always feel like they need to change something, even if it's working. Like, what if I could come up with something better? So it always has to be changed. The thing that always drives me crazy about RPGs is the fact that you gain these skills and abilities, and they don't affect the actual game outside of combat at all. So you'll be in a situation where you're playing as, you know, Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, and you've just gained the ability to... Uh, summon a meteor that crashes through the entire planet and kills everyone on it. And then there's a guard that comes out and says, you can't come through here, and then you surrender to him. And it's like, what the f- what? Why do I have this sword if I can just be arrested? <laughs> well, not even that, because at least he has the sword the whole time, but like, the, uh, the yeah. as you get more powerful and get new skills, you can't leverage those skills into doing more stuff other than hitting people. Or, like, video games never figured out, like, (laughs) tabletops did about, like, uh, being, like, a rogue character and learning to pick locks and stuff, because they'll pretend you can play a character like that, but then they'll just be able to, like, steal things from enemies during combat. But they still will have in the game, like, oh, this door's locked, you can't go through here yet, or, like, oh, yeah, there's no way to sneak into the castle. Like, (laughs) that was the whole thing about that type of character. You didn't you have gotta, to make a rogue. You gotta play Skyrim. You can play. You could be a pretty good rogue in Skyrim. Oh, I bet. But I'm thinking of old RPGs. They would use the yeah. terms, but not the spirit. Yeah. I yeah, mean, and the even whole... then, even with Skyrim, I feel like it is cool that they have those abilities, like the lock picking and the pickpocketing and stuff like that. And I think they did a pretty good job with it for the kind of game it is. Skyrim is always kind of in combat to a certain extent because, yeah. like, if you fuck up pickpocketing someone, they'll probably stab you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and there, like, there are world-breaking moments. Like, you can't kill this innkeeper because they have a mainline quest critical. Like, you have to talk to them to continue the main quest, so they yeah, just stand I... up again after you hit them with the most powerful spells. <laughs> And I get that. I get the idea that, like, you have to tell your story, and so there are elements... You can't just let the person go crazy, because you have to write code that reacts to them. And, it, like, you, your code would be infinite if you were going to react to everything anyone could ever do. Um, but the counterpoint to that is you got to let some stuff be you gotta let people feel like their character advancement is changing the game in some way other than just killing people better yeah yeah. I guess uh, I'm sure it's because it's complicated to deal with and they don't yeah I, it's true I mean I think that Final Fantasy is the biggest culprit of this in terms of RPGs because the game is basically like either you're exploring or you're in a combat and those two worlds don't really interact with one another at all. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, most egregiously by a character dying in a cutscene by something that would not be a big deal in battle. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, the Eris thing, it's like, what, they didn't have a phoenix down? Like, it, it's pretty bad. Final Fantasy, 
you're on you're on watch. You're on notice. <laughs> Do you guys that remember was... how exciting it was the first time games were able to be like you can have new armor, you can you can buy the purple armor, and then your character would actually be wearing the purple uh, armor? I love that. <laughs> Yeah, and do you remember that Final Fantasy still doesn't do that? (laughs) (laughs) I loved in, um, I think it was Dragon Quest II or Dragon Warrior at the time, um, Mm -hmm. one of your characters gets sick and is dying, and you have to go find the World Leaf, which is that game's equivalent of a revive or a phoenix down, and you have to, like, go get it, and it's a big deal, and it's, like, happening during cutscenes, and I, I don't know, I was just, like, it's a really weird, it's a weird and interesting touch, uh, and if you play that after playing any other RPG, you're like, oh, that's weird that this game did this, and then no other RPG ever paid attention to the fact that they did this. <laughs> The idea, though, that yeah. people are putting so much money and effort into, like, designing characters with more zippers on their clothes, or putting weird fantasy cars into their universe, and, like, making their explosions look better, and no one is sitting down and being like, hey, don't you think it would be cool if, like, you knowing the spell fire allowed you to light torches without having to do a dumbass fetch quest to get matches? Like, yeah. why that do that instead i don't care if your game looks bad do it better so when will your game be coming out on steam matt (laughs) yeah well uh i've got a couple scripts actually i do have a couple game scripts (laughs) that i could write but uh i don't know i mean i wouldn't mind making a game i just have never had time and i'm writing a larp right now which is the equivalent of writing a game really if you think about it Mm, yes, but it's a game that lets you get much more angry at the users than the average video game maker probably does. <laughs> I guess that's true. Although, like, I'm really kind of scared because my LARP is going up at the end of this month, and once it starts, there's only a couple things that I can do short of, like, pulling a fire alarm in the hotel we're in <laughs> to, like, stop things if it really starts going awry. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, I guess. That, uh, LARPs especially touch on this concept of game mechanics disagreeing with plot, because it's like, (laughs) you do all the social stuff, and then if you want to fight, you're just like, well, here's my card with a sword on it, and I do damage to you. I don't know. I mean, part of what I'm doing right now is trying to write stuff that are, writing abilities for characters that have in combat and out of combat, like... yeah things on them so you know i just wrote a character who uh knows a lot about like forensic science and so that helps them in combat and out of combat for different reasons i'm curious matt how do you feel about when a game makes kind of a joke about how there's a very game mechanic type thing this is usually in like a japanese action game like a metal gear solid how Snake will finish skinning uh, an animal in the jungle, and then it just very cartoonishly turns into a ration as, like, a gag? Yeah, I mean, that's... It's sort of like the whole pixel graphics thing. I mean, a lot of things in game design these days are sort of like, haha, look how funny this is, and it's like, yeah, but also it was easier for you to do that. Like, I get (laughs) that you're trying to hang a lantern on it, but you could have done better. You know you could (laughs) have. 
That's like when people really started to realize that The Simpsons had fallen off of its golden days and was pretty terrible. And then every episode they would just have the comic book guy saying worst episode ever. It's like, yeah, I know. Like so, you're not so you're do not, better. Yeah, you're not making yourself immune to criticism this way. Yeah. Did I mention on no, I think it was on Creepypodsta. My least favorite thing in any media is when a character makes a bad joke, and then another character is like, wow, that joke was pretty bad. Like, you wrote both of those things, <laughs> Spider-Man author. You can't <laughs> pretend that Spider-Man's gags are bad because Spider-Man said them. No, you said them. Just write a better <laughs> joke, or have nobody comment on it. See, I don't know about that, though, because I actually think for something like Spider-Man, it's, I, I kind of am into it, because it's part of Spider-Man's character that he makes dumb jokes all the time. And, like, there's a difference between a joke that is dumb and a joke that is, like, just not thought out. Um, mm. So sometimes in Spider-Man comics, he'll make a real groaner of a joke, but that's further developing his character's traits and not just, like, lazily being like, well, I can be bothered to think up a good joke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like when he does that. I want him to stand by a bad pun rather than not be able to come up with the correct pun. Yeah, the thing that's really shitty is when somebody calls him out for making a bad joke and then he's like, what am I going to do? I'm in the middle of a fight here. And it's like, yeah, but the writer wasn't in the middle of a fight. <laughs> and also, if you, are, if you are in the middle of a fight, you don't have to make any jokes at all. Yep, it's true. Uh, random it. subreddit time? There, I said it. Oh no, Spider Man's good. You're no, wrong. he's a dumb. He's a loser. Oh yeah, that's why he's good because good. he's a no. dumb loser. No, yeah. he well, he's a dumb loser. Fine, whatever. You could feel pity for him, but then he also thinks he's funny, and that's terrible. Well, I think I don't he's know. just nervous. Yeah, fuck that guy. His wiener is like right out there in front because he's wearing all spandex. <laughs> wait, where's the, wait, Jeff? In front is the normal place for a wiener to be, I hope. Well, no, normally it's underneath of pants. <laughs> uh, He's anyway. just got a thin layer of spandex there. What an idiot. Well, okay, but listen, I feel like if you are all, if you're fighting crime, you're already inviting, like you're fighting criminals. Of course, they're gonna go for the dirty fighting. At first, anyway, <laughs> they're gonna punch I, you right in the crotch. You yes, protected so, crotch. Yes, no, but this is what I'm saying. So I feel like if you're a superhero and you show up and you have like a target painted on your crotch, people will be like, "Hmm, he wants me to hit him in the crotch too much. He must have superpowers in there." I don't like this Spider-Man costume redesign where he has a target painted over his crotch. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, though. Like that's a really good psychological uh, warfare thing to like if i if i act like i want them to punch me in the crotch they won't and then i will really have them over a barrel and that's this more deadpool like material deadpool bullshit. hey yeah, exactly. uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i guess what i'm saying is ryan reynolds i'm available to write on the new deadpool movie just give me a call and i'll do it let's get to the subreddits yes okay so i got uh r slash backyard chicken which is about people raising chickens in their backyards. And I feel like I could talk about that for a while, so I like it. Mm -hmm. I got r slash Morrowind, which is about the uh, Bethesda Softworks video game The Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. 
Now, is Would that related say... to Skyrim? Because I'm not sure. It is two yes. games before Skyrim. Okay. It takes place on a different continent in the land of Tamriel, where the Elder Scrolls games take place. Okay. And some would say it's the boringest one. <laughs> Me being one of those people. <laughs> a lot of fans really like Morrowind because it has like a very strong world theming, but I could not get into this one or the one after it, Oblivion. I thought they were both incredibly dull. <laughs> I liked Oblivion because it's like advancement stuff was significantly different from uh, Skyrim, and it was like, I don't know, it, it gave you a lot more options and stuff, which I thought was really cool. Morrowind's big selling feature, as far as I could tell, is that the size of the world is, like, equivalent to the size of the entire continent of North America, and I don't understand who that appeals to. That sounds s- awful. <laughs> it's smaller than the one, the two before it anyway, though, so... Wait, no, Morrowind was the largest one, wasn't it? No, that was Daggerfall, the second one, which is, like, all procedurally generated blank pixel blocks. <laughs> you know, Breath of the Wild did a pretty good job with the giant map, though, so. Uh, yeah, it, the map isn't that big, actually. Like, it feels big when you first get into it, but now that I've been pretty much everywhere, I dip back in and I was just like, there's really nowhere interesting to go anymore. It is also, physically, I think, about five times larger than Skyrim, though. Also, can we talk for a second about how fucking difficult the Master Sword trials are? Yes! What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I still can't beat them. I get so frustrated. I've given I up. Got the be- I did the beginner trial, um, and I started the medium and immediately died due to, due to my own foolishness. My god, I've gotten to the last part of the beginner trial where you have to fight that giant rock golem, and I was like, this sucks! I hate this. Those guys are easy. You just shoot the weak point with arrows. I don't have any arrows! It's the Master Sword Trials, Jeff! Yeah, Yeah, I collected a bunch of arrows in the previous rooms. You gotta collect everything. I needed those arrows so that I could kill other things, though, (laughs) is the thing. The thing, the trouble is, I managed to beat the main game without ever learning any of the fighting techniques, because I didn't want to. (laughs) Yeah. And now I feel like this is really coming back to bite me, because (laughs) I think you're supposed to be using fighting techniques in these. Like, how to jump out of the way of someone's sword swing. I don't bother with that. (laughs) I just hit them as much as I can. Yeah, similarly, I forgot all of those things because I put down Zelda three months ago when it stopped being interesting, and then I picked it back up, and I'm like, well, fuck, I forgot all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's real, <laughs> it's really frustrating. I think it took me three times going through those trials, and the third time I was like, I really don't want to do this, but I think I'm close to the end. The thing is, do you get anything for beating the each level of the trials, or do you have yeah. to do the whole 30 levels to get anything at all? No, uh, for beating the beginner section, your Master Sword power goes up by 10, and then I think it goes up by 10 each one until its default power is 60, instead of its powered-up power being 60. Yeah, that's still not great. <laughs> I know. It I'm just a, doesn't feel worth next... it. The next update is good. That's coming out in the fall, I think, right? Uh, they said holiday. I don't think they've mm. announced a date yet, though. Okay. Yeah, but by then we'll have Super Mario Odyssey, so we won't give a yeah. shit about Zelda ever yep. again. We will throw Zelda into a furnace. Oh, I man. I don't know about that Odyssey, because the new Donk City looks so bad. I'm worried that what? it's going to make me hate the game. 
You oh. get one of the moons that you collect just for sitting next to a man on a bench and befriending him. Oh my god. What is that? That's but your Louisa. favorite thing in games. It's like a Louisa. Japanese life sim story <laughs> tree game now. Okay, A. Okay, A. Uh, a Japanese life sim where you play it as Mario would be fucking amazing. <laughs> and you know it. And B, wait, would it be better if it was real humans around him, or would it be better if it was other members of the Mario universe? I want it to be Harvest Moon 64, everybody is just reskinned as Mario characters. <laughs> Man, a lot of people have been talking about how good Mario uh, Harvest Moon 64 is lately, and that was really the worst one, and I hated it so much, and it really made me hate Harvest Moon after that. Oh, I'm sorry, you must not have played any of the ones that came after it, because they're all yeah, so much worse. <laughs> that's true, I stopped playing them after <laughs> Harvest Moon 64 because of how bad it sucked. It's the second one, and also it's great. It's not. Listen, <laughs> if you're going to make a grid-based farm simulator, and you think that adding 3D graphics is going to help that, you do not understand the game property you're working on. Ah, uh, they're barely 3D. Yes, it's exactly! All... <laughs> That's exactly the problem! You're right! <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me, Jeff. What uh... if it was in virtual reality? How adorable would that be? Well, that'd be it fun. would still if be you're bad. A first no. person. <laughs> it's like it's almost as if they designed all of these 3D uh, Harvest Moon games at, as a way to punish people who have mild OCD, because <laughs> you cannot get things to be in a perfect grid in your farm, even though there is a grid layout. It is impossible, and I fucking hate that. It makes me so angry. Yeah. I got really frustrated with the fact that you're always doing something wrong. <laughs> like, at every moment, you're missing out on something, and milk's spoiling, or crops are rotting, or something, because yeah, you decided why I, to do one other thing. It's why I fell out of Stardew Valley. It's like, oh, I'm spending all this time in the mine, and I'm not friends with anyone in the town. Yeah, but once you realize that Stardew Valley is basically infinite, and there's no penalty for missing anything, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I can just mm. keep doing this forever. <sighs> oh, so well. what'd you get, Louisa, for your... <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't finish. So the subreddit that I got today was r slash parrots, and it's truly about parrots. It's not something called parrots. So we actually have a choice of two different bird uh, reddits today. Yep. So we're definitely right. not doing Morrowind, right? Mm, <laughs> strongly disagree. Games. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of backyard chickens. I like when people build little chicken coops. Yeah, I'm definitely into backyard chickens in a major right. way. Let's go for that okay. one, then. Okay. All right. Oh, I just realized, I bet I got r slash parrots because I was looking up Jose Carioca this week. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> oh, yes. A tweet reminded me of the three caballeros and a Pechito Pistoles and Donald Duck, of course, and I was like, who's the third one? And I remembered... Jose for Carioca, Donald Duck and two for nobodies. And he is a Brazilian parrot. For everyone who thinks that Louisa is suffering from some kind of aphasia and has not said words for the last two minutes, she's talking about a very uh, obscure Disney no, cartoon. It's not very obscure. From the eighties, <laughs> seventies, no, forties, fifties, nineteen forty-four. I know really? in the fifties and sixties they had the uh, like initiative to be like, "Hey, Central and South America are keen." <laughs> I hey, just let's found be it slightly un- racist to all these people now. <laughs> I found it unbelievable that Donald Duck was the star of this. I just couldn't 
picture it, so I had to look and why is he there? Why <laughs> yeah. is a duck friend with friends with two parrots? No, a Pancino Pistoles is a rooster, come on. Oh, yeah, they they cover the full <laughs> spectrum of birds from kind of a bird to mostly not a bird. <laughs> birds oh, that yeah. have penises and birds that don't have penises. <laughs> I guess because Donald Duck is in the United States military, like in the Navy, he gets to travel around. Yeah, and Well, listen, I've heard when, in the Navy when, he can sail the seven seas. Yeah, yeah when, and listen. he sells one of them down to Brazil and Mexico. Listen, all I'm saying is that when a bunch of birds are together on a boat and they haven't seen other birds for a long time, sometimes <laughs> they just get, they develop a special relationship with one another. And they're and like, how are we going to do it. this? I have a yeah. cloaca, and you have a penis? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a pretty ideal situation, actually. <laughs> That's going to be a shock if you're not expecting it, there, right? <laughs> I'm uh... not saying Donald Duck is a rapist. <laughs> I'm just I saying, wasn't either. Why did you jump to that? I'm just saying that he's probably guilty of some light buggery. <laughs> well, he I, is in the Navy. Yeah, yes, we've established this. <laughs> I think <sighs> the language barrier would not be an issue because you can't understand what Donald Duck says anyway. <laughs> he knows the international language of love, though. <laughs> oh, I thought it, you were going to say of uh, in- incomprehensible rage. Yeah, that too. His prime emotion is getting angry and quacking. <laughs> yes. Jeff, is your cat going crazy, or do you have? Oh like, yeah, he's been meowing all episode because <laughs> the door is alone. closed. Oh man! <laughs> wow, he's meowing that loud through a door that we can hear him on the podcast. That's pretty no, impressive. no. He's on this side of the door, and he wants oh. to be on the other side of the door. Okay, well then, also... Jeff, you know who that's on, Jeff? <laughs> Me? That's on you. Well, I attached to the podcast by earphones, and I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty attached to this podcast too. <laughs> uh, We've been doing it for almost two years now, you guys. I know it's pretty buds. crazy. Well, yep. like one and a half. Well, one and three quarters. <laughs> we'll round that up to two. Yep. You know what? Okay. Three years. We've been doing it for four years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Louisa, tell us about backyard chickens, please. All right. So the header that we have is uh, a photo of a bunch of straw and then some brown eggs all lined up in a row. And uh, the logo is the word backyard chickens in that font that's like that. 60s tie-dye kind of font by which I mean it's not actually like a Peter Max thing but it's like the modern computer font equivalent of that which is a weird choice I think but it's sort of a hippie font it just says that oh yeah I know this font I've seen this font before and And you sir know this font (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then the logo is just the white uh, silhouette of a chicken and it has the little alien uh, antenna on top so we keep saying alien, but is it a is it just a robot? Is it an Earth robot? I think it's an alien. Yeah, I thought we called it a robot, and then one of us raised doubt that maybe it was an alien, and we decided it was huh. an alien. It's it certainly has more uh, alien characteristics than it does robot characteristics. Yeah, I mean, they, it both it, all it has is an antenna. That's the one thing that is yeah, in but common between robots and aliens. But it's very rounded off in an organic way. There's nothing square mm. about it, which implies robot to me. This is the same kind of antenna that Bender has, though. Yeah, but that's not really conclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's also the kind of antenna that 
uh, the Great Gazoo has. <laughs> Doesn't he have uh, horns like a Snork or a Shrek? No, I don't think the Great... He had a hat, and then he had an antenna mm. poking through his hat, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, know. that I sounds... That's true. I think that was part of the hat. Maybe. Anyway. Well, could be. Anyway, so there's... Why are we saying hat? It was a helmet. It was like a full space right. helmet. It was a space helmet. <laughs> I was... But it I, had like a reason... visor and not like a face plate. Yeah, it was like the yeah, helmets I guess that was... they wore on... Uh, what was that? Starhawks? <laughs> what was that Japanese... It was like the first Japanimation cartoon that, that we ever saw in America. Oh, uh, Gatchaman, Battle of the Planets, I think it was called in no, America. No, no. That was one something... that looks like Bob's Big Boy. It was called, like... That's Astro Boy. Yeah, that's his name. Okay, yeah, there is Astro Boy, but I was thinking of the one that's, like, Star Hawks or something, and they had spacesuits that had bird patterns on them. Yeah, that's Battle of the Planets. Star Hawks, I think, is one also. The one I'm thinking of is called something like Star Hawks. Guys, you're mispronouncing Star Fox. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. Star Fox 64 was the first anime. Try a barrel roll. Yep. That's not... You know, whatever. <laughs> okay, so on the side here, we have a picture of two chickens. There's one facing away from the camera. It looks like a Rhode Island red, maybe. And there is a selkie facing the camera, and it's all super fluffy. It's a brown one. Uh, it is crowing or something. It's got its beak open. Why do you know the types of chickens? I'm interested in flora and fauna. It's ah. got that weird blue skin that that type of chicken has, which makes it look really horrific, though. <laughs> yeah, but they're so fluffy, even down to their little feet. I wonder if it's just because I watched The Dark Crystal so much as a kid, but whenever I see a bird opening its beak, I can't help but think of the Skeksis. <laughs> yeah. So what did you say this kind of chicken facing the camera is called? I think it's a silky. Oh, I thought you said silky, like an Irish mermaid. No, but uh, who knows, right? They can take all different forms. <laughs> oh, I mean, weird. they explicitly can't. They can only do... <laughs> no, they can't. How dare you? They could be no. a seal or a woman. Yes, those are the two. <laughs> those are the two. Also, there. any other animal they touch, they absorb the DNA and can transform into that for up to 48 hours. <laughs> and they can use the mitochondria to learn magic spells. <laughs> yep, see, it all comes together. Science. I don't remember that part of Animorphs. <laughs> I was... Don't... Oh, okay, so you're the only one who can pick a random other franchise and go into it? What was yours? Tell me. Parasite Eve, the video game series. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, I didn't play that one. It was actually not bad. The second one was pretty good. The first one was kind of crappy, but whatever. Anyway. Altered Beast. There's not much info on this board. Uh, The little upvotes, downvotes are just eggs, but they're both the same, so I guess you're just supposed to know if it's above, you're voting up, and if it's below, you're voting down. They could have gotten more creative, I feel like. Uh, They they do have a cute name for the users, though. (laughs) Yeah, they do. They have, uh, uh, there's 21,000 keepers, and there's 43 currently tending the flock, so that's cute. There is no header or paragraph of information about this at all. It just says there's You know a... what? I kind of appreciate the simplicity of a board that the name, the URL tells you everything you need to know about what's <laughs> going to happen on that board. That's yeah. True. Uh, it does recommend one of the uh, you also might like subreddits. The top one is beekeeping. Is that one we did last week? Uh, or, not or last week. It was, it was the subject of an episode. Was Wait. 
Do, we did one about beekeeping and not like some subcategory of beekeeping. I thought it was more specific. Oh, you know what? It might have been a subcategory. It might, of beekeeping. Wasn't it like honey making or something? Honey. Uh, maybe it was like beekeeping circle jerk or something. <laughs> <laughs> so the only info is uh, the porn. fact. <laughs> There's the fact, there's breeds, common ailments, and then a list of other subreddits you might like. Uh, there are a lot of, there's DIY, there's beekeeping, farming. Preppers is one that makes me a little bit nervous, but uh, that's the only well, weird one. I I think, I mean, it is weird, but also I think that uh, if you're a doomsday prepper, getting a chicken farm is a pretty good, pretty responsible choice. Mm-hmm. As yeah, opposed too. to guns, which yeah. is the popular one. <laughs> Yeah, eggs are, like, really, really good for you, so having a couple chickens will keep you around for a little while if you can't get food anymore. Yeah, and hoarding canned goods is all well and good, but if you have, like, ten chickens, you have infinite food as long as you, (laughs) like, convince them to breed with one another, right? Yep. Uh, Speaking of, I immediately became upset by this board because um, I scrolled down and... Like, on the hot page, maybe halfway down, there was uh, a post with 69 upvotes. Nice. Um, The title is, Fox chewed up a hen this morning and I had to kill her. First time harvesting meat. And it's just a picture of a plate of raw chicken meat, and there's, like, some feathers stuck on it that shouldn't still be there. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Yeah. He's just got it, like, on a plate outside. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very well uh, butchered. Like, it's it's fine, but yeah, you, you would think if someone was showing this off, they would do a little bit of a better job. Yeah, why <laughs> wouldn't you rinse that off before you took a picture of it? Do you need to tell us the... Like, we know that the only way chickens die is when a fox gets in the hen house. Duh. We've watched cartoons. I can... Can you, I just say real quick how great it is following Paul F. Tompkins on Twitter? I don't know if you guys do, but if you don't... Uh-huh. Yes, of course. If anyone out there doesn't, absolutely do so immediately, because one of the greatest things is that he gets so upset when people post pictures with their hands and their nails aren't clean. <laughs> yes, that is pretty awesome. Yeah, so... Anyway, I. Uh, hmm? Jeff? Jeff disappeared. Yeah. Did that, I? No, I'm here. That Victorian ghost baby got him. <laughs> what? I'm here. Your, your cat sounds like a Victorian baby, Jeff. Please I, we, don't. <laughs> Am I haunted? Please don't Can tell you, you that you're, there's a ghost in your house. The uh, ghost is coming no, from inside the to, house. I was talking <laughs> to the ghost. ghost I was telling goes, it right? to not take me. Oh. That's like the laziest version of that story is the ghost is coming from inside the house. Like, you didn't even bother with the calls or anything. It's just, you went yeah. straight to, it's a ghost. You call the police and you're like, hey, I heard a noise and I think someone's trying to break in. And they're like, hmm, my measurements here say that the ghost is coming from inside the house. The yeah. end. Uh, I'm entranced with these pictures of chickens. Sorry. Oh, sweet <laughs> Jesus. The third... Did you look at the top post? Because I hate it. Oh, yeah, I, it's I hate it too because it's a meme. The second one is adorable, though. The, the third second... one is a horrific nightmare from beyond comprehension. Oh, yeah. It says, I ordered some fried uh... from Amazon as a treat for my hens. I think I misread the size of the bag. Laugh crying emoji. And it's a girl holding, like, a 50-pound bag of fried mealworms, which is gross. It's the same size as her body, and it's full of worms. Which is gross, but uh, they're fried, at least. If they were alive, I would be with you that it's a horrible... It's 
the size car. of the biggest size of dog food bag you can get, and there are three <laughs> dogs waiting hungrily nearby her. <laughs> yeah, those dogs would love to eat those worms, and that's yeah. that's a thing that I, we all have to deal with. To be fair, most cultures around the world would love to eat those worms, and I'm sure if we weren't grossed out by them because of our particular upbringings, we would think they were delicious. But thank mm. God we are <laughs> prejudiced against yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not into things with the shells on them. Mealworms have those shells. Like, oh, that's why you, but you I love forgot, eggs. That's why you hate shrimp and uh, lobster so much, Louisa. If I could peel those mealworms, I might be okay with them. You probably can. Oh. But like soft shell crab Guys. sandwich? No, no thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> no, this not. is fine. We gotta get used to eating bugs. It's the most plent- plentiful and replenishable protein source on the planet. No, no, we're all gonna grow backyard chickens and we'll be eating chickens and eggs. It'll be great. Holy <laughs> crap. I just watched a video. Uh, it's like the seventh of highest of all time and it's titled I'll Take That. And it's a cat trying to catch a mouse, and then a chicken comes in and snatches that mouse out from under that cat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Holy I'm shit. I'm looking at it now. I didn't think I chickens ate mice. They're birds. What is he doing? Oh my god. <laughs> no, yeah, stop. He's like ripping it apart. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no, this poor mouse. Why did the video continue that long? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at. And little chicks hatching and stuff. It's nice. I mean, <laughs> that's nice a that's here. a horror show in a different way. Yeah, but it turns out good. In the yeah, end. that's true. I think there is one prominent, very British user on this board. I think uh, Reddit Blob is very British. I think there might be others, but uh, they submitted a photo that says, "Love this cross little face peeking out." <laughs> Uh, and it's like a, a hen sitting on one of its chicks, and the chick's face is peeking out like, nah, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely tell this person is, uh, as you said, very British. Cause, uh, yeah, they named their chickens <laughs> Mavis and Dorothy. Well, yeah, the other one says, I fancied another go at painting chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's the same one I was looking at. Here's Mavis and Dar- you Darcy. Just glo- you just glossed over how ridiculous <laughs> a phrase that is. <laughs> I didn't even look at the other British part of it. <laughs> Guys, I think it's been about ten, ten episodes since we've talked about how much we hate everything that Reddit is and stands for, so I want to do that again real quick and just yeah, say, sure. like, these people who make their whole life... Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, I have a picture of a chicken that I have in my backyard. I'm going to put it up. Like, I need a place to put it up. Oh, look, there's a board that already exists for it. But if you're a regular poster on Backyard Chickens and that's, like, the community you identify with, you're – that's you're, – there's something wrong with you, I think. Nah, yeah. I think it's fine. No, there's definitely something wrong with them. <laughs> I mean – like most of my online communities have looser uh, connections than that. It's like ah. ah, we all we all like the same podcast, so but, we're gonna post memes at each other. But here's the key: you said the communities plural that you're part of. The people mm. who are the top contributors of any kind of fairly popular Reddit board, like that's all they do. That's how they stay on the top, and that's crazy. Yeah, the fact that like if you look at the comments on most of these, like people like this reddit blob are commenting on the ones that they didn't post themselves like this person checks this blog every day nah they're on some other things too they're on horses and rabbits also i'm looking at their submitted posts (laughs) that's a bummer 
You gotta <laughs> nah, do. It's fine. You gotta have more to your life. I think. You gotta, I mean, they probably do, right? Like, that's what I'm scared of, Jeff. They have all these chickens and painting hobbies. <laughs> but their painting hobby is painting chickens. <laughs> uh, also, like guinea pigs and horses. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, no, Reddit Blob is an attractive young woman, according to one of these posts. All we said was that it was a crazy British person. That still applies. Yeah, how does that... Yeah, that's true. That doesn't change the tenor of this conversation at all. She's still very sad to Mm, me. She has regular teeth, though. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's faking the Britishness. As opposed to the inverted kind? Yeah, the British kind. (laughs) Is that... That's not a thing anymore, right? They figured fix that like 30 years ago no it's still very much a thing i just got back <laughs> weird from England. oh no i just finished fargo season three and uh the guy who played remus lupin in harry potter has the grossest teeth in it as the villain of the piece yeah i mean listen i think it's more a matter of like british people don't care as much about having like it's a purely cosmetic benefit usually to have your teeth that way and Mm. that's just the culture doesn't value that as much so i think it's Mm. like a sliding scale like people always say you know they invented deodorant as another product you had to buy and they invented the idea of bo and part of that is true but then all the way at the other end of the spectrum yeah people do stink (laughs) so it's like (laughs) yeah there are cosmetic things that get sort of pushed on american children usually like oh you must have this fixed that don't really need to be fixed that much. But also at the other end, like, if you're missing a bunch of teeth, if your teeth are super <laughs> fucked up, that's pretty bad. And you should probably get that fixed. I mean, I guess, but Yeah, if you're you... right. Well... I do have a messed up tooth. <laughs> it depends on your goals, though, because I have... I don't know, maybe you guys disagree with this, but I have a certain amount of respect for somebody who is, like, ugly and doesn't give a shit. And then if you're, like hey, you're ugly, they're like, I know. Like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to attract anyone, so what the fuck do I care? I'm like, yeah, alright. Yeah, I don't you mind if that. people's teeth are messed up, but some people, like, their mouths don't close properly because some of their teeth are so fucked up, and you're like, mm, you definitely should have had braces, buddy. Yeah, but, you know, if they're happy... Oh, I don't mind don't... crooked teeth. No, it's, like, like it. discolored, dirty teeth that bother me. It is weird when people have, like, things that look like fungus or something between their teeth. And I know it's not, but whatever it is, I I can't believe that it's hard to fix it. And mm-hmm. it's very distracting. Yeah. Barf. What is that? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Gin- gingivitis? I don't know. No, I... it's just like black something in yeah. between your teeth. I feel like smokers are more likely to have it, so it might be to do with smoking, but I don't know if that's true. I definitely know some people, especially through work, that have it that don't smoke, and I don't hmm. understand. Tooth decay, maybe. I don't know. maybe they also have the super name. bad breath. I think it's like just a all their teeth are dying disease of some kind, but I don't know what it is. And so obviously, I'm not like, "Hey, you're fucked up," but you know, they <laughs> are. Oh, this is cute. This is a chicken sitting next to a purse that looks just like it. I've seen that purse. <laughs> I forget why, but some blog was like, this is crazy, and it was a link to this weird rubber Amazon chicken purse. <laughs> and then all these people are like, this is adorable, I love my purse. 
This is exactly the person, the type of person who would buy the rubber Amazon chicken purse, then, <laughs> is a user of r slash backyard chickens. Do you guys think you would ever be interested in having backyard chickens? Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't necessarily care for having a backyard, and chickens smell bad. They're not that bad. They're not as bad as, like, I mean, birds, birds or something. Yeah, birds that you keep in your house stink it up but if they're outside then mm. i mean it's not like turkeys where you can smell it from the, across the yard i did stay at a friend's house in brooklyn a few years ago and was woken at dawn by the crowing of a rooster from the next building over so maybe my desire for city life does not preclude the uh existence of a backyard chicken or in this case a balcony chicken <laughs> Yes, although hmm. that person is a monster, whoever had that Truly, yes. <laughs> what are you doing? I'll, everything about what that is is bad. It's <laughs> like, this is what I don't get about hippies that don't consider other people before doing things. Because isn't that your whole thing? Isn't that what hippiness is about, kind of? Mm. Think. Yeah. But it's fighting against people's natural instinct to be like, what I want to do is correct, and everyone just has to put up with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's probably correct. <laughs> that's <sighs> the difficulty, though, I guess, right? Is, like, if you have a personal ethic that you know is right, and it's inconvenient for other people, do you do the thing that is convenient, but you feel in your heart is wrong? Well, no, but hang on. Here's the thing. You can either live in a big city with lots of people around you, or live in the suburbs and have chickens in your yard. Look, we've and... all seen the opening credits to Green Acres, thank you. Yeah, and if you <laughs> choose to do the one because you're trying to make the right choice, you have to live with the consequences of having made that choice. You can't be like, well, even though it's against the, the very idea of the thing that I've chosen to do... I'm still going to force my other choices also down the throats of the people around me. I would like to I see think... it in the opposite direction, where someone with a farm builds their own little Starbucks on their property. <laughs> they they <laughs> kind of want a city life thing. <laughs> they live in a small apartment, but they have a like big farm. <laughs> I can only afford this uh, studio. I have to cook on a hot pretty plate. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be very into that. Actually, I think tiny houses. Yeah, totally on a lot of property. That would be awesome. Not tiny house like the the way that it is used to mean like we've talked about tiny houses on yeah, this podcast we before. sure have <laughs> but just like a normal sized house with a huge farm around it i could be into that i think i could enjoy that yep speaking of tiny things when you asked about chickens i i think i've even mentioned this before but i've always liked the idea of having bantams that lay those mm -hmm. tiny tiny eggs oh, so yeah cute. you'd have to be constantly doing math for your recipes, though. I know! It would be insane to do it, but it how many so eggs? Cute. How many of these eggs <laughs> equals one egg? We're yeah. gonna have a light breakfast, a 10-egg omelet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think that it would be harder for you to dissociate the fact that eggs come from butts if you had chickens on your property? Cloacas mm. aren't butts. They are! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, basically, but, like, they're different. They're I'm not, though. Say. That's where poop comes out of. Like, what more yeah. defined butt if not that? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't think it would be that hard because they come out where, when you don't see it, and then they're just there. But they'd be warm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but they're clean. They're like the surface of them is clean. Uh, is it though? <laughs> well, not on a microscopic level, but to the eye, it's clean. So, like mentally, you can handle it. But you'd feel that body heat. I mean, it's like when you pick up dog poop in a plastic bag. Like you're not touching the poop, but the heat is still. You can feel Gross. it. Yeah. Well. The heat that was it was in their guts heat, and now it's on your hands, though. <laughs> Uh, it's like if you go camping and it's kind of cold and you have to pee outside and there's steam and you're like, no, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Or, uh, I mean, I guess, Louisa, you probably don't know, you don't have this experience, but if you go into a, like a bar that puts ice in their urinals and you I've pee on it. I've heard that. That is so gross. Ugh. Yeah, you pee on I've it and ne- then I've steam. never experienced this. This has happened to me a few times and then steam comes off and steam Ugh. is coming off of other people's too and it's like, Ugh. oh, it's in the air. Like, <laughs> Ah, I'm breathing it in. <laughs> oh God, oh, everything's bad. So anyway, if you enjoyed this episode of Seeing Reddit, <laughs> please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about it. Uh, we very much appreciate anyone spreading the word. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. You can find me on Twitter at kamikaze pilot. I'm available on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram, JeffJK, Patreon.com slash JeffJK. You can go to Etsy.com slash shop slash funtimesonline if you would like to purchase wares from me. It's pixel art, uh, little fridge magnets or bootleg amiibos. Um, WeaponizedLanguage.com or funtimesonline if you would like to um, do the other podcasts i was it's not <laughs> plural anymore i finished the pokemon one but if you want to listen to creepy pods if you want to hear dead. me do Hooray. hey quit negging our podcast which you didn't even have to care about <laughs> yeah, you guys talked about it all the time on this podcast so. oh no time. we just talked about pokemon in general yeah, which we were gonna do anyway and we will continue to do in the future <laughs> yeah this might actually be bad for me because it's gonna be an uptick of you guys talking about pokemon which is still stupid and bad yeah, sorry, we've got a new game coming out in November, so... Yeah, it's Whoops. just the well, same game, game some more. Yeah. It's it's the same game with barely more stuff in it, so hopefully... We don't know what's different about it, actually. It could be like, it it, could be like Emerald, or it, it could gonna, be like Black and White 2. Is it gonna be the bare minimum, though? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely gonna be the bare minimum change that they could do while legally calling it a new game. <laughs> Legally. (laughs) (laughs) Louisa, do the thing. Okay, so I am on Twitter at Heronbird, and I am on Instagram. Sorry, (laughs) I got distracted. There's a weird bird, like, clinging to my window. It's a chicken. (laughs) Oh, God. That's your computer screen, and it's a chicken. They don't don't want to be backyard chickens anymore. They want to be indoor chickens now. Oh, indoor chickens are a nightmare. (laughs) Do you guys know... Do you guys know that they make diapers for chickens if you want to have them in your house? Gross. I would rather be dead than yes. change a chicken's diaper. I agree with you 100,000%. Ugh. There anyway, is no subreddit at... for indoor chickens, luckily. Instagram at Louisa Heron. Thank you. 
All right, and a real quick thank you to the folks who've been tweeting about us on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Tanner for saying that last week's episode was the height of podcast history. <laughs> That's you, very Tanner. flattering. I mean, you're wrong. That's episode 58 of My Brother, My Brother, and Me Spaghetti Again, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't listen to this podcast, so I cannot make an informed uh, decision about that. <laughs> so I have to take Tanner's word for it. Um, thank you to Mia. Uh, Mia Cat KB on Twitter. Uh, she has asked for me to provide evidence of Brendan Fraser being a time traveler from last week, which I will post that picture on Twitter later today so everyone can see it. Uh, and a very special thank you to our good friend Chris uh, for doing a thank you, Chris. completely canonical and 100% accurate <laughs> drawing of Captain Transylvania. Uh, as a ship's captain, which is exactly correct, that is what I was thinking as well. So, Chris, you've done it well. You've done it right. I've always imagined just exactly uh, DC Comics Frankenstein. No other features of other monsters. He's just a green Frankenstein with a long coat and a sword and a gun. Uh, that's not very creative for a creative person such as yourself, Jeff. How did you come to that conclusion? I didn't. I didn't design uh, uh, Captain Transylvania. That's just how I imagined him when we discussed him. You're right. Yeah. Chris designed Captain Transylvania, and he did yep. it perfectly. And he did it earlier today. So thank you, Chris, for doing that. For yes, us. thank you. Uh, all right. So um, please come on back next week, and we will have another random topic to talk about. We're just so random and funny here on Seeing Reddit. No, we're really not. But we just talk about the same thing every week with a different title of the episode. If we're being completely honest. Um, but, uh, so please come on back next week. And in the meantime, don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Please no read comment. I think I would like that way, 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 way more, actually. Oh. Like, if if my job was just sitting, listening to things, and occasionally snipping out pieces or moving things together and stuff, like, I could absolutely do that. That would not be difficult. The hard part is listening to things that I've already heard because I said them <laughs> and not hating the sound of my own voice, which, that's a real struggle. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh my like I would have no problem putting together Frank Ecto because I'm usually not in it. Uh, but adding sound effects and music is a pain, um, mm. and and all the other things I edit have my voice, which I hate to listen to. <laughs> but like if I was if I just had to edit like I don't know just John Hodgman or something, I could do that. I could edit an episode of that a week. That would be no problem for me. <laughs> Yeah, if, if like, my brother, my brother, and me, or Stop Podcasting Yourself wanted me to edit their episodes for them, I would be 
super into that. I already listened to every episode yeah. twice anyway, so like it's not a yeah. big deal. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hard though if someone if you had that job and then someone told you like, oh hey, you know how we go off on a rant about breakfast cereal for five minutes? Can you just cut that out because that's no good? Oh, well, that would kill me. But yeah, then I'd have all like, those. But... Are you kidding me? I'd That'd have all those greatest. secret rants. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, I know all of the secrets. I know the I know the inner workings of everything. Yeah, you could be Max Fun Deep Throat. <laughs> Release them all onto the dark web. Yeah, you could you could secretly keep a file of all of that edited out material, and then when they die, they just keep releasing podcasts, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, uh, what's his face? Tupac never died." <laughs> It's a. It's weird. This is a bunch of cobbled together uh, racist things that the McElroys accidentally said. Where did you get all and this? And yet, it's what? no less coherent, coherent than their average episode. <laughs>